I'm the mom who knows not a my name is Brianna and this is part two with Dr. Adam and Dr. Cruz of Lighthouse Chiropractics. In this portion of the interview, we discuss consciousness and how it relates to the central nervous system and the power of choice. Happy listening. important to highlight that both of you had this journey to chiropractic care and because of this or I, I, I think it's because of I might be projecting here but your work in chiropractic care has led you to do some work in consciousness and kind of working in tandem because they kind of go off each other I think uh, and you can speak to this more than I can but let's talk about what consciousness actually is what is consciousness I'll start this one. Dr. Cruz, you can jump in. Consciousness <laughs> to what I believe is being present in in time. It is a, it is a constant movement of now, 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 mm. now, now. And any time that I'm thinking about the past or projecting to the future, I'm not present. I'm not here, so I'm not living in reality. And the one. words I speak are creating my reality a thousand percent. They are given a perspective of where I'm at energetically emotionally the belief systems and the the um um what's the word your um the 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 vision i'm looking through the the lens i'm seeing life receiving and projecting right or just um feeling better i lost my point i, I lost my point dr cruz jump in there <laughs> lost it. Oh, the words, the words, the words. So the words give the words give a, a very easy way for us to see or for people to see what I am projecting, but also what like what I'm creating. All of the words are creating my life. So mm. consciousness is being aware that I am co-creating with source, that I am responsible. I take ownership and responsibility for my life for everything that happens, for the things I choose to do or not to do, healthy boundaries and codependence. Dr. Cruz, if you wanna explain some of those things. <laughs> no pressure though, no pressure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about, what explain what? <laughs> healthy boundaries, um, choosing, choosing. Oh yeah. Well, the the part that he's saying, like, I think, I feel that's the most important thing. Your words, your language, language. Right? If you if, if you even say like to spelling, right? It's a spell. So you're you, you're always putting spells to the world because of oh. you know the spelling, the spell. So every single thing that happens around you, you have I have created for me. So if my life sucks right now, I have created that sock. If my life goes great right now, I have created that great life right now. <laughs> really, because there's a lot of people that are victims that, oh, why my life is so bad. Everything, every time happens to me. Everybody's against me, nobody loves me. That's a victim mentality and you'll stay there and, you, and your subconscious, right, your mind will keep giving you more and more for you to keep saying how of a screw up you are. Mm -hmm. So 
words words that that because before words right their thoughts yeah is a thoughts that will will make a feeling like an emotion so it will bring out a hormone that then will why right, you will you're gonna feel stuff that that's the chemical inside you and then that transpire to a word right to mm -hmm. and it's not even it doesn't even have to be like a spoken word your thoughts are very powerful very very like very like, it's like when i say very powerful like we i underestimated so much the power of words and and the the time that i started this that the guy said yeah you are creating everything dr allen has no uh issues here because to be honest we started this consciousness because we were we were to the point of getting a divorce and and closing our chiropractic office it was very challenging at the at, at the beginning so that was the last thing we tried because we went everywhere for help and that man right there like i felt disgust from him and i today i love you babe <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing to himself for anybody who's just listening. He's showing that he is the man that caused, yes. that she was feeling disgust for. There we go, because it wasn't his fault, but we'll get yes. into that. <laughs> so that perspective of that person telling me the first time, you know what? He has no part on anything. He's just a, a reflection of what's going on in you. And of course, he's the one that you're more with, so you'll find everything right there. And there's a reason why we got attracted to each other, because we can go into the spiritual world and we'll be here like another four hours. <laughs> we can talk about energy and spirit life another time, because <laughs> that's, I think, goes in tandem personally. Yeah, so, so, um, so yeah, so that, that uh, perspective of it's me, like, mm -hmm work with you with me change mm -hmm. you and everything will change in my nature of controlling i was like no that can't be possible i need to change people it's like no you need to change you me uh -huh. and once i did the work and besides the words by right, learning my language my commitment my my commitment to stay to to my marriage to my relationship to me because at the end I love my husband, but it's because I love me so much that I can give out that love. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that part of it, it was more like a changing of our perspective of, you know, like instead of in a relationship, in, instead of um, blaming the other, it's really me. At, at the end of the conversation, it's me. And, and that with all the therapies that we went, they would always say, oh, work with yourself, but nobody told me how. Yeah. This, this uh, technique, t you know, like I can take responsibility for my stuff. I can, um, um, uh, how do you say, like identify it in me. Mm. And it's mm -hmm. not more him that he's a, a screw up. It's now it's all in me. Yeah, it's our perceptions of things. Yeah. Uh, I like that what you talked about in choosing certain things and like victim mindset and things of that nature. As a writer, uh, and I'm not always great with my words verbally. I, I'm very much let me write it down and go back and edit. Uh, so, but I get the power of words, and I try to be very methodical with the words I choose. And I don't always get it right. It should be very intentional. Um, but I say to my son on the regular 
say what you mean and mean what you say, words matter, you know? Um, and my husband, he's really funny. He gets very Latin and Greek rooted. Well, this comes from the Latin word meaning, and that comes from the Greek word. And I'm like, fuck off, dude, like, shut up. But he has a point, like, what we say and how we say it, yes, words evolve over time and they mean certain things, but if you look at the root word and what things are coming from and the way our vernacular works, like, we should be more intentional and more careful with what we say and how we say it. And it's funny you talk about, you know, the choices and things of that nature. I remember um, quitting my job and uh, trying to get my writing started again and part of me was like how the hell am I gonna do this I don't have the discipline I don't have the motivation like uh and then I found out I was pregnant <laughs> and I feel like that was the universe's way of putting me on the straight and narrow because now I have to I feel that it is incumbent upon me to emulate what I what I believe is my son is capable of. If I don't do the work, if I don't model the behavior, if I don't show that I'm capable, if I don't choose to be capable, how the hell am I supposed to show this little organism that he's capable? You know, and I, that has really made me dive into like a more awareness, a more um, intentional and purposeful existence and how I interact with my husband. And I think a lot of partnerships whether it's male female or wh whoever your your chosen partner is i think a lot of partnerships there's a strong person in one way and a weaker person in another and i mean like things like clean cleanliness i am the cleaner of the two i am the organized i am the ocd one i i like things to be a certain way right okay doctor I'm, so you feel me there i am methodical i'm regimented I can't, and i get angry with my husband because he doesn't have my standards but he's not gonna have my standards he's him he he has a whole different standard of existence and i can't keep projecting my wants and my needs onto him i have to find a way to manipulate them so we can both peacefully coexist in the same house and that's just one example um that i feel is kind of like an a day-to-day -day important thing to share so i can choose to which i have numerous times chosen to focus on that aberration as i see it in his existence but really it's more of my my means of controlling my environment and trying to get somebody else to do what i need them to do when really i need to not i need to not <laughs> so, <laughs> there, there's that for you um so just to kind of piggyback and give like a little bit of of different context from a, a third party um is not necessarily as deep into some of the work that you guys do. So we're talking about consciousness and paying attention to things, being intentional with our words. But when it comes to the idea of consciousness and the act of consciousness, we've talked a bit about how it's achieved. So, but how, how can consciousness actually be different for people? Because your, your definition of consciousness and what you need might be different than, than, what I need. Does that question make sense? Um, overall, conscience, the, from the perspective that we, we do it, right? 
um, our, my overall goal is to get closer to to my God, right? Or, or however you describe mm. your God. And my God is life, and my God is truth, and my love is God. So the the closer I can get to love in every situation in my life, mm. the closer I'll be to that consciousness, to that awareness. Because if you hear the goes again, keeps <laughs> coming and going, coming and going. Make up your mind, Dr. Adam. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? <laughs> Apparently not. You, you're not choosing to be present. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually probably technical issues. So I'm, hopefully he bounces back. There he is. And <laughs> back, back to the control because I can I I can um, uh, relate to you. We don't have a control. We have no control over anything. <laughs> like really. No. And if the house one thing my beautiful husband, gorgeous husband has told me is like, if tomorrow the kids are not here, who cares about about the house being um, uh, run down or dirty, whatever. Like instead just, just enjoy and love that mess. And, and you know, love the people in your house. Because if not, otherwise, you'll be like that all day, every day, very cranky and grumpy because they are not doing what you need for them to do. And how, how can you say what they need to do, you know? And, and it's, I think that's a good thing with relationship when they are different. It's because like one will help the other one and, be, uh, and you, you find out if you stay with, you know, if you're committed and you stay, you'll find out why you were put together with the other human being. <laughs> because before I was like, oh my God, like, I can't see how we can be so, so like, like, great relationship because Brianna, I, like, if he likes white, I love black. If he likes, you know, like, it's completely opposite, completely. <laughs> But now that opposite, I see it as a blessing and now we can work better because, you know, like you can <laughs> to your yang. Yes. <laughs> so sun to your rain. <laughs> you need both to make the grass grow, you know? <laughs> All right. So back to your question. You said, um, <laughs> <laughs> how, um, how can consciousness look for different people? And you're saying it's your God and um, yeah, that is love. And like, love. Yep. And like every situation in my life, if I get triggered, and when I say trigger, like you know, if if anger or shame or, or fear or something comes up, I I am because I am aware of these things now. Mm. I can. I can see, okay, where is this coming from? You know, why is this uh, situation is making me angry? Why am I feeling angry? Mm. Because I'm not angry, right? When you say, oh, I am angry, you're declaring to the world, you are an angry person. Mm. But you, you can feel anger and that's different. You know, from being something totally. to feeling something. Yeah. It's okay to feel all of those emotions. It's okay to feel totally. fear. It's okay to feel shame. But the thing is like, why? Because we can see every, all of those situations as blessings for us to keep growing. 
So why am I feeling shame? Why am I feeling mm-hmm. angry? And that's when we can come and help because obviously with our experience and our teachings, now we can say, okay, we can explore more with your language, with just a conversation with you. We can say, okay, this might be coming from here or here or here. And then we make the upgrades into, you know, from fear to, to love or from, yeah. from uh, shame to courageous or you know like we can we can make those when we can um, identify why they're coming off for you but the moment you freak out and you're like ah, then <laughs> that anger had you control you and you got you got all the power over you and I said again for experience we at the beginning our our um, arguments were like very heated now we laugh <laughs> I love now, that we slow down because that's annoying mm-hmm. we live in I mean they say New York is quick right there's fast here in Florida we're still fast if mm-hmm. you know slow down slow down learn your language and and you know see everything that happens as a blessing why is this happening for me mm, i like that dr adam you want to piggyback off anything dr chris said yes i apologize for my connection keep dropping and going in and out it's fun to see where you guys kind are of at funny. when i come back so kind of funny um i could really unpack this in a lot of different ways how is consciousness different for for everyone i mean this experience in life is a consciousness journey Mm. Whether people decide to be completely closed off, then that's the consciousness journey they've decided to take. If they decide mm. to unravel a little and then stop and go back or play with it and stay in the drama, maybe the victim mentality, like I don't know who I am without being a victim, then it's mm. still all a consciousness journey. We're all in different levels. What I would say to people is, are you happy? How's that working for you? Are you enjoying your life? Because if not, then we can give tools, we can give guidance on how to interact with the world. Like Dr. Cruz said, um, 2020 was a great year for us. If great year, I'm more than just finances and love and family and all that, it was a great year. So to watch the rest of the world quote unquote crumble or go through what they're going through and yet to see us have a great year is interesting. And it's because of the tools that we've understanding our language, our intention, our focus, where, where is the anger of my wife not picking up the stuff on the floor coming from? And she is the more cleanly, I'm the dirty, but, but like, where really, where is that coming from? You know, you may think that you're justified in your fact of, Hey, well, I cleaned and this and that, whatever you you're making a mess. Are you, you know, because when, when is it dirty? Um, I think it's dirty at a high level. Some people, it's dirty. It's all, it's all interaction and guess. But the tools that I was given with this system allowed me to live 2020 and it didn't kill me. I don't know where I would have been if I didn't have the tools. Like Myra said, we were close to divorce. I hated my life. I, I literally hated every aspect of my life. And the consciousness journey about where is everyone in consciousness, I took the step, the pain got so hard, I 
attracted someone into my life that could help, but it took a chance. It took commitment. It took when he said, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. Other than arguing with him of like, dude, my life sucks. You don't even understand. Taking step by step of just slow down. Do you see what you're saying? Do you see what you're creating? Do you admit that you are a co-creator in that? Like just steps, unraveling, unraveling. Some people do it quick, some people do it slow. But what Dr. Cruz and I have discovered with the quantum leap technique, with our work on emotional work, with consciousness, is that I had two or three things pop up this morning that would have wrecked me in the past. We're talking, I wouldn't have even gotten on this podcast if I was on it with you. I would be a drain and just, but you don't understand. We'd be arguing, we'd be back and forth, and I can honestly tell you I'm good. Yeah, there was some stuff that happened this morning that I can address. There are things that I'm, I'm, you know, playing with in my head, but I'm good. I'm returning back to the peaceful state of what I choose. I'm happy with my life. I'm very happy with my life. I love that I can create. I love that I know I'm in the driver's seat. You know, the shit, excuse me, stuff. Your brother hopefully can edit that out. The stuff never stops coming, right? But it's the lens, it's the way that we deal with it. And I remember a patient walking out of my room one time talking about speaking positively. And she said, yeah, but I do that all the time. I speak positive. And I said, yeah, well, is the, is the emotion matching inside? Mm. And that patient was like, oh, no, nope. Ow. And I said, well, then that's not going to work. You can't do that. <laughs> you can speak nicely. So Brianna, with your example of cleaning, right? It's not just keeping your mouth shut. It's not just, man, he really ticks me off when he doesn't clean and that room isn't clean. And you know what? I'm going to think positive and I'm going to let him make the mess. And it's okay. And I feel I've got to win because I didn't go off on him. Yes, you didn't go off on him, but essentially you did the same thing. You just did it. You did it subconsciously. You did it quiet. So it really is finding out why do you get so pissed when it's messy? It doesn't mean that you have to have a messy house. That's not what we're saying. You can have healthy boundaries. You can have a teamwork of the team working together. Mm -hmm. But the root cause of you getting pissed is not your husband being messy. Yeah, 100%. That's what it. we're saying. And I, I like that you kind of point that out. And a, a lot, I mean, we could unpack a lot of things with like childhood trauma for me and go into like control issues and all those kinds of things, things I, I still work on through to this day um, as like a case study. But for me, I've realized over time, so, and it's, and a lot of it is because of Declan is the power in my own choices and how I respond to things and those coping mechanisms I learned as as a child that got me to a level where control was the only means of, um, I don't know the, the word, um, it's the only way that I felt safe and secure. And so unpacking all those things. And I think a lot of people can probably relate to that. And the cleaning thing is like one example of, of a multitude of things. It's, it's the most accessible, <laughs> most accessible thing. I think a lot of people can relate to. Um, but what something that triggered like a journey for me in terms of consciousness and choice was um, a, a regular mind when I was at Starbucks and this was back in college. Um, he was a recovered alcoholic or addict of some sort and he was in 
Alcoholics Anonymous, and he said something to me that I still believe is true, and it's kind of what you guys are saying to a degree, that everything is a gift. How we choose to perceive it, you know, when our cat gets run over by a car, or, you know, we lose a job, or we don't get the promotion, or... Um, it's easy to sit here and say, oh, that wasn't meant for you. But to truly believe that things aren't meant for you and to, and to listen to like your inner voice. And it sounds so like cliche, but your ecosystem and your environment around you are constantly giving you cues if you choose to pay attention to them. And when something seems like the worst case scenario, like my husband lost his job and we won't get into that debacle, but as much of as stress as it puts on us as a family, it's also like a gift and an opportunity in a whole different way if we choose to perceive it in that in that way. Um, and I always joke, I have, I have a lot of first world problems, you know, I do, you know, like my husband, yeah, he lost a job, but we have a severance package. We can live and function for a decent amount of time without changing our lifestyle. How fortunate are we? A lot of people can't say that when they lose a job. They they might not be able to pay their bills. They might have to go on unemployment. Someone might have to stop something. Like we don't have to stop our lives. So we're fortunate in that capacity. So I say all of this to bring context to the, the words that you guys are speaking in somebody who is probably a little bit more of a novice on, on the journey, but choosing that intentional that intention of how do I perceive this moment? What does this moment moment mean to me? What energy am I giving this moment? And can I just feel that and be done with it? Or do, do I need to work on, am I being controlling? Am I being manipulative? Am I trying to change something that's not in my control and digging a little bit deeper into the fundamentals and getting more into the core of what is consciousness and how am I emulating the life I want through my words, through my actions and through my thoughts. And I think the thought part is the hardest part of it. If I'm just like, again, I'm just like going off the cuff here. I'm going rogue now, <laughs> but I, I, I'm just like speaking to what um, you guys are kind of saying, I think. <laughs> yeah, go for it, Dr. Adam. Hold on. Let me hit a button. Now you can speak. Cool. So a couple of things here. One, one quick example on the word piece of how important the words are. And I did I did this example with a coaching call I had a couple of days ago. Uh, about 30 minutes ago, you discussed how your husband lost his job, right? Yeah. So somewhere inside, you guys made a decree for a change in life that that is part of, okay? And then right after you said, I don't even wanna go into that debacle. So you, you stated to the universe that that is a debacle. If you wanna look up the uh, definition of that, I think you know what that is, Brianna. So it's a mess, right? It's a mess. Uh -huh. So I used this, this example with, uh, with the coaching call the other day. I said, I choose for you to say the words, I give myself permission to slow down and feel. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I don't ever this. I don't ever that. And I was like, OK, so just look at the words you said there. You said, I don't I don't interact well with my kids or I don't feel them or I don't hear them or whatever she said in that moment. Right now, if you say the words, I don't interact with them or I don't really hear them that well or whatever, then on the next day, you're dropping them off at the bus station or the school and you go to drop them off and they get out of the car. The inner thought is, oh, Facebook, what's on Facebook? Oh, let me check that. Mm. And then you're driving away hopefully done looking but you're you're moving up and you don't look to the side and the kids have looked back and they've given you a wave okay so then you don't feel them in that moment now let's say a week before i'm with my coach and i'm saying i give myself permission to slow down and feel 
I give myself permission to slow down and feel. I have decreed that to the universe. The words are powerful when you match them with emotion. So then we speed forward to the same drop off. I've dropped off my kids and I go to reach for the phone and my inner voice, that intuition that you were talking about, when someone does the consciousness journey, their intuition gets louder. So I go to reach the phone and the intuition goes, ooh, your kids are looking at you. Mm. What about your kids? I love my kids. How, are they safe? That quick little whisper. Or how together? Are they holding hands? Whatever it was, that inner... And then I look to the right and I see the kids look at me and they smile. And I get that inner, that so, that inner feeling of feeling of love so I'm, i give myself permission to slow down and feel creates the moment a week later a month later a year later where that's possible so extremely important the words that are coming out of our mouth and i choose to know what was the other part of the question because i was thinking about that and that was i felt i needed to get that part out no that was that was the that was just that was the question that was the well cool the the download from me and the upload from you, <laughs> if you will. You now do um, uh, consciousness and if you can choose or if there's something that you work on, right? And I feel when I started, right? I, I at the beginning, I mean, it was everything new for me. It's a new perspective, I mean, a new technique, right? So I was learning it. And yes, I can I can I can tell you that the more I understood, the easier it got. But like at the beginning, still like, oh, am I creating all this? I, I was going back and forth. Oh, really? But once I got committed to it and I did my work and I stay and I and I can uh, be aware of the, my words, it changed. And yeah. it's I, I don't feel that it's more like a working in something you can choose right now right here and get done with that because mm -hmm. most of the the things that that the, that i battle right there in the past they're already gone yeah. and i was yeah. still actually those there's i mean look what we have is it right now right here with you uh -huh. whatever happened in the past it happened you can go back and revise them and and somehow upgrade your life but really they are in the past they're gone that's a that's a really powerful statement and i guess it's just speaking to me in this moment because i think about so many things that i personally carry and all of that shit had nothing to do with me and wasn't my choice my choice is how i've responded to that and I, how i've held on to that over the years you know and how i've allowed it to create like anxiety insecurity fears to certain degrees and and i think that's where um, the universe kind of gave me my son, um, to show me that I, I am as capable as I tell him he is. Uh, sometimes I think that if I'm being very honest and vulnerable, it's harder to be your own hero than it is to be someone else's. It, I think it's harder to do things for yourself. Um, and I think that's a societal thing that we've allowed to be ingrained in us, especially as women, no offense, Dr. Adam. Um, and I think that knowing the path I wanted to take and how to get there, the universe, I don't know if it's because I wasn't strong enough, I'm not capable enough, um, or if I needed something to, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? 
to inspire me and to motivate me because I wasn't motivated for myself. I'll never know. Uh, but sometimes I look at my son as like the greatest gift I could have ever had because I don't know if in my own darkest moments, if I could have overcome things just for me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense because that's... Do we what? have time to keep going? I know you guys have only had like an hour or so. Do we have time to keep going? No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just want to make yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were you saying? <laughs> I, could, I wasn't sure if I had, if I was capable or motivated. Oh, kids, motivate. yeah, that, that was your gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. again, you could have, you could have felt that he was a burden, right? Because now you, you're dealing with all this crap and now you get a kid. You yeah. could have said, oh my God, this is a, or what you said, wow, thank you. It's a blessing, my gift. And it's, and it is the motor of, yeah, of doing a bunch of things in, in your life. I ha we almost have four, almost in April. So, you know, like I, I, I feel that too, that hmm. ultimately I, I, I work for myself, for growth me, but it's also giving them that example mm -hmm. and showing them uh, unconsciously that they can do it too. Like if I do it, I don't have to tell them, hey, you can do it. They know they can do it because they see us doing it. So yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. That, that was a major blessing. Uh, Can I add one piece in there too, Brianna? Of course. Um, <clears throat> kids have different issues, we'll say, right? Uh, problems, different things that parents want to work on, right? Uh -huh. So eight, any ages, what, Dr. Cruz, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, up to teenage years, even, even older probably, um, the issue is not the kid. Mm. The, the issue is you. The issue is me. The issue mm -hmm. is the parents. A lot of times they use the phrase, do as I do, uh, do as I say, not as I do. That doesn't work. Hate you that. hate that phrase. Hate yeah, that. Doesn't, that doesn't work. And they're trying to like, oh, but they're so messy. They're so messy. They're so messy. Arguing, fighting, yelling. Yet you look at the parent, you say, are you messy? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm messy. That's why I'm telling them to stop. And it's like, yeah, that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I eat the food when, when mom say, oh, but my kids don't eat healthy. And I say, okay, tell me what you eat. Because if your kids are not seeing broccoli and salads and some kid, you know, good stuff in my plate, why would yeah. they eat that? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I like that what you just said that too, and for both of you. Um, this morning I was talking to my husband and when I was a kid, all my, my siblings and we all had, um, we all wet the bed way later than you should like that's natural or whatever right you know and i i think sometimes and i said to my husband these words i was like i don't want to project my past onto declan but because of the history in our family with this incontinence issue that went on for much longer than it should have or like what's what's normal quote unquote normal i want us to be aware of it and he was like, okay. And in that moment, I, I just had this thought of how much of my childhood am I projecting onto him? Just like, you know, again, with the choices, again, with the stuff. And I think it's a delicate balance to be aware and mindful of what is a potential and not to make it a reality. There's like a fine line right there. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Cruz, <laughs> go. <laughs> um, it is like um, with that, with the, if you 
next time you hear this uh, recording, you say, I don't want to project myself in him. You're saying, don't want, you're surely going to project everything, maybe in a different way, but mm -hmm. it is there. Because you are seeing your uh, uh, wetting your bed as something yes. wrong, and you say you hate that. Yeah. So the more we hate something, the more life is going to give us back that thing we hate until the pain or the hate gets so big that you're like, okay, I'm done with this. Why? Yeah. So why is that thing for me? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Why are you making it wrong? Why are you hating it so much? Why? Because uh, I mean, I come from a divorced parent too, and I say I don't want to be like my parents. I'm already divorced once. <laughs> Not on the same terms because with my ex-husband, I have a great relationship. My mm. husband has a great relationship with him, but I still got divorced, you know, at the end. So saying those stuff, those things like I don't want is, is telling the universe, give me more, baby, <laughs> because I don't want it. Give me more so I can learn, you know, like, it, like I say, it gets so intense. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Why? How can we flip that language? What would you recommend? Well, with the, with the want, once if you search right it's it's like a um a state of never having of lack mm. right so i want I, a car so so that you're saying like you cannot afford a car because you're wanting them all this time you know but if you say i choose so and so you're putting more power into your words and feelings and making that work to you to what you're choosing because the want is like, oh yeah, one day, maybe. But choose, like you can say it, say want, and then mm -hmm. say choose. Which one works, like which one is more powerful when you say mm. it? Okay, I like that. So that but is a, a, one change you could do in your language because just imagine how many times you say I want. Yeah. In the day. Just start there, I choose. Whatever, instead of want, I choose. I like that. And, I, I, you know, it's interesting too. like, I remember having certain moments in time in my life and um, how I kind of ended up with my now husband. I was dating this guy and and I just woke up on it and I was like, he is not for me. I do not want this. And I was like, I need to do something differently. And then there's Dominic and all his British glory. Um, and I, there are certain moments in, in my life when I remember very distinctly thinking something and then literally and like choosing to do things differently. And it was more of an action, not a word. But I, I think that kind of like relates here. Uh, Dr. Adam, this. Uh oh, he disappeared again. Where'd you go, Dr. Adam? Come back. This this is something outside barking and I have a one year old that is getting very urgent for me to get her macaroni out of them. Oh, uh, no. Well, then but go ahead. No, please go ahead. I this love is something this. that we talked about. And um, mm -hmm. if we have to go after this, that's fine. The power of staying awake. How can people practice that? And what does it mean? The power of staying awake. Mm -hmm. When you say staying awake, what does that actually mean? I think it means be present. That's that's my personal interpretation. Yeah. So then, so then you were asking the power of being awake, and mm -hmm. what was the other part? And how can people practice it? Well, first of all, contact us. Because, <laughs> yeah. Fair. Because the layers, the layers of 
we'll just say BS, the layers of BS that people are creating for their own life and, and the way that they are governing their lives and the way I do, I'll take it personal, the way I govern my life, or I used to, was filled with mother, father, preacher, teacher. It was filled with belief systems that were put on me from other people. It was filled with, I don't want to be like my dad. Mm. I don't. I hate that so much that I ended up creating my version of it. So mm -hmm. for people that choose to be awake, one, it's a, it's an inner call. It's a decree. Your higher self is going to help you anyway. Um, deeper level stuff, another episode, but we called that person into our life when we were ready. So if someone's going to be pissy about it, they can stay in their pissy for five years. It's okay. When they're ready, they will start to attract things into their life to start addressing the signals. Mm. Like you said, universe is always talking. Always. Do you see the signs? And mm. once you see the signs, what are you doing about them? What are you actually doing? So a good place to start is encompasslife.com. You can check out the company that we work with and the training that we do. But um, one thing for people to be aware of is the words that they are using. And it's so quick, Brianna. It is, you are very intelligent. You've known us for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It takes a coach and it takes patience and time to slow down and really iron out the quick words that we just say in passing of just conversational mm -hmm. pieces. If you ask me where I'm going today, go ahead, ask me where I'm going today. Where are you going? Not Texas. Did I tell you where I'm going? No. No, but it, go ahead, next question. Ask me how I'm doing today. How are you today? Yeah, not that bad. Mm. Same thing, yet the second one is taken as just normal conversation. That's actually an acceptable answer. Like, okay, great, he's not that bad. I didn't tell you how I'm doing. I didn't tell you anything. So we are either creating from a conscious space, the words and the thoughts in our head, or we are creating from an unconscious space, the things we do not want, the things we hated, the things that we hate most. So mm -hmm. when we say not, can't, not, won't, shouldn't, we are creating the stuff, I am creating the stuff that I don't like. Hmm. So, when, and then the next level is, why don't I like it? Where does that come from? So it keeps going, Brianna, this is the stuff we do is more than a weekend hot tub experience. It's like, it's another set of guidelines and rules to play in this, in this playground of life. And once you understand the rules to the level that we can help with, a higher level, I mean, it becomes fun. It's, it's fun to hear people talk and to see what they create in their life. Um, watch the person that you, can, that you know that complains the most, they keep getting the most crap. And there's reason, because they're calling it into their life over and over and over and over again. So to answer your question, they gotta, they gotta choose it. Choose it and take the right steps, take ownership of their life, be humble. You know, it's other than, oh, just tell me how to do it. Oh, okay, I'll just be positive. Great. I'm doing it. I'm positive. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. But you say it, but that's great. No, you're not. It doesn't happen in a weekend or one class or it is a commitment. It's mm. like a diet. You're not dieting. You're choosing from another part of the menu. So come choose consciousness with us. Come choose to live a happy life. Enjoy your life. Amazing. So, and really, um, after six months, did you say six months, maybe three months of doing this, constantly committing to it, you you were not, you wouldn't recognize who was Brianna before those three or six mm. months. And uh, for me, 
uh, I have changed out a bunch, right? So I, I can say like I I don't recognize who it was before. You know, I forgot mm. my stuff. It's like a new thing. But like he was saying, it's this is like levels and levels and like you don't. It's like okay, I found my next level of love up until right up to now what i'm getting right now but that love that courage that faith mm -hmm. that, like everything it's like a it's like a scale you know that you you find another level of this in another level of this so yeah you you get the tools you learn the tools and then you can do it for yourself right mm -hmm. coaches after all coaches we are kind of like you're inside the box and outside there are the instructions and we're just reading the instructions for you to get out of the box and, and you know and and come up with with us because it is it is a it is a commitment it is a journey you know and yeah. and, and it is like if you're tired of of not living your your life or not loving your life or you know like you're tired all the time or you're sick all the time or yeah there there is another way that you can be living your your life not from what the government church mom dad family have put into us like we are we are sovereign so like really it's 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 that journey of, i think also it's my journey of finding myself of who, mm. who I am or who I really am because yeah I'm a mom I'm a chiropractor I'm a woman right like we can have we have all this type of ads but really ultimately who am I and and with this practice what I can feel is that my goal at the end is God you know like sometimes I find myself saying okay how God would have um, and I don't, I don't mean uh, getting religious, but you know how this guy that was so conscious and so smart and so, you know, so perfect, how would he react to these situations? But yeah, it, it is a, it is a work. We've been doing this for three years, and every time it's like I said, it's like another, it's another step, another scale of, wow. Yeah, no, I like that. Like that. That's a good analogy. And this is other than mental work. I've seen multiple people come in and do do the first class, do the first whatever. I did it myself too when I started. I'm like, okay, just tell me. And it, and a lot of people want to get into the mental of love. Well, just tell me this or tell me that or how do I change it? Blah 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 blah. It's like slow down, mm. slow down. This isn't going to change in five seconds. You know, it's being in love with myself, like mm -hmm. Dr. Cruz said, loving me, spending time with me, get to know yourself, be okay being alone, like get to know you, get to know Brianna, everything that is going to change in your life, if you choose for it to change or whatever you're doing, comes from the inner. It always comes from the inner. Nothing from the outside is going to change you to the depth that you really choose to change. It's all from the inner. So working with people in that sense, getting them to see that, that they have that ability, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. That's incredible. What else? Did we not cover everything? I feel like that's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> the feelings, I'll throw that part in there. Feelings, feelings are the capstones of memory. So a lot of people don't want to feel, they bury, they throw away, they're like, mm -hmm. I'm over that. I'm are you? Are you really? Mm -hmm. Because getting rid of, you know, be, being over something is not really connecting with it. Everything mm -hmm. is a blessing. Everything that's ever happened to you is a blessing. Uncovering that, the, the unwrapping is a lifetime experience. That's other than just today. Next level, next level, next level of love, 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 love. 
Mm-hmm. And other than chiropractic, with the consciousness, there are other tools. Like we know we can read the eyes and see how, like couples, we can see how they interact with each other just from a picture of the eye. Um, body language that's very, very crucial. And when talking to people, like like the body, body doesn't. Uh, uh, doesn't lie, right? And he's mm-hmm. always, always, always talking. So see, like Dr. Aaron right now, all of these things, like um, uh, that tells you a lot of what is going on in your subconscious. Because again, remember that that's the, the central nervous system, right? Your subconscious is the one that is really uh, the, the man behind the, uh, you know, like the function, yeah. right? So, so really, um, that's also important. Now, I like that you tied that back there, you know? What's happening in the body, subconscious, the man behind the curtain, like what's really going on? Like way yeah. to bring that full circle. Yeah. So, because also like people, sometimes patients are like, oh yeah, I have a right shoulder surgery, whatever. I have a hip <laughs> replacement, the left side and whatever. And now my knee, left knee is hurting. So again, left side of the body is all like female. So we can translate all of the symptoms, pain and and aches into something that is going on Mm -hmm. with me emotionally because the body is always talking. So we calm down the nervous system with adjustments. And then also we can, I talking body language, those three, they're, they're cool tools to access to that subconscious mind (laughs) all the things (laughs) so first you go to chiropractics then you figure out how to you know retrain your brain and to embrace love and and all the struggles as good things uh what else (laughs) i think the last part is the nutrition but you have a functional medicine <laughs> I don't want to take up your entire afternoon. Uh, just most of it. Uh, anything else you either of you want to add? I want to add that we are we are starting our own podcast called oh, Peas fun. and Carrots. So be on the lookout for that. Peas and carrots. And uh, if they if anybody listening in the Florida area is looking for a chiropractor, it's um, getlhc.com. And your work is through encompasslife.com for any consciousness or coaching if anybody wants to check them out and then your instagram is at lighthouse chiropractics knockatee right you added that knockatee thing in there yes. yeah okay <laughs> just making sure i got it right <laughs> yeah. that, that encompass, they, they either do coaching they have classes and they have like a whole weekend uh, experience of mm. um, body electronics so they they have a bunch of things like you don't have to go straight to coaching there are other things that like they for example they have the basics that it, it, it goes through the whole basic stuff so after that you know it's a good start like, Brianna yeah. should do the basics for her for her followers <laughs> You should do the basics and then go, okay, this is what I unraveled. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, chrono- like, what's the, oh my gosh. I can't even think of it. doesn't matter. I should um, chronicle it. Like, oh my yeah, podcast. Oh man, talk about, so that'd be some work. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, Dr. Cruz, Dr. Adam, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your expertise, not only in chiropractic care, but also in consciousness. Again, you can find them at GetLHC, get lhc.com or encompasslife.com. You can find them on Instagram at Lighthouse Chiropractic Snockatee. And until next time, people, have fun doing the work.